Welcome to the Mariah Report. I'm Dan Enriquez. I'm Martin Burgess. And we got big news this week. Just when you think nothing's happening. I know, right? It happens. She sort of foiled our own plans because we were going to do a back in time this week. I know. It was a good one. You guys will get it next week, but uh, I think, will they? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she announced the book release. And so we're going to do, we're going to bring in a special lamb. Yeah, our friend Angela McNally. She actually contributed to our Emancipation of Mimi live fan favorite mm-hmm. episode. So you've heard her voice before. Longtime lamb. She is a production manager in publishing. Right. So like I tell you, just like we were talking with Mark the other week, we got lambs on the ground everywhere. Yes. So Angela's going to join us in a little bit. But we because we, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to unravel. She dropped it on us all at once. I know. And I sort of loved it because, yes. you know, I'm like the type of person like don't say it and then not say it. Mm-hmm. Just say it. Mm-hmm. It's good. And the, it's like, OK, I only had to go and go to bed and I wake up and then here, here she is with all the good information. I know. I know. But be, right before we get into the book talk, we do have to mention that Mariah finally left the house. It was the week for leaving the house. Was it? I left the house too. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, I leave the house to come here and like the grocery store, but... Right. No, I left to like the neighborhood. Oh, where'd you go? I went to the beach. Oh, yes. You're a beacher. I am a beacher. And it's the first time I left the island, I think, since last year. Oh, gosh. Because it was like Christmas. I didn't go anywhere after Christmas and New Year's. And then the lockdown pretty much happened soon. Yeah. So I've been in Manhattan the whole time. You went down to the... um... I went to Far Rockaway. Far Rockaway, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, That's good. Well, it was a nice day. It was the day after 4th of July. So it was a Monday, I guess. Or after the weekend. Yeah. So it was pretty quiet. Okay. So I thought, let me... And you can keep a safe distance. I was like, let me scope it out. Let me catch the vibes. Yes. So I went with our friend Johnny and we went. It was pretty safe. There's not many people out and about. We got there. Everyone was spread out. Yeah. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. So it was pretty good. There you go. It felt good. It was just weird because it felt nice and relaxing to be out of the house and be on the beach and out in nature. Right. But then at the same time, there's this like cloud of, oh, global pandemic still happening. (laughs) By the way. Can't forget that. Yeah. So weird. Now, um, so we saw a couple pictures of Mariah. One, we saw a beautiful photo on the 4th of July from Christopher Buckle. Yeah. Oh, my God. With the little, they, I don't know where they were. They must have been upstate somewhere. Somewhere on Long Island. Somewhere drivable. Yeah, definitely. And Hamptons, maybe? Probably. That's where the rich people go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, look, Mariah looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then she also was spotted leaving her apartment. Going somewhere. And I was like, oh, I wonder where she's going. She's all masked up and everything. She has her natural curls, mm-hmm. which I love. And mm-hmm. She's just, you know, a girl on the town, a New York City girl. Yeah. I was like, hey, girl. And but now that we have like all this book stuff going on, I'm wondering, hmm, was she leaving the house to deliver the final draft maybe, of the book? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she was on the typewriter finishing it up? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what's going on? Where is she going? But now like all this is happening. But, you know, she's just a girl about town. Yeah. So. All right. Let's get into the book talk and then we'll bring Angela in. But let's, okay, let's take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot, girl. It was a lot. She bombarded us. All right. So early this morning, here's Mariah. The countdown is ticking down yes. on her Instagram page. And then she reveals the title, the the date, 
and the cover, which we have heavily been talking about and theorizing about. Don't forget yesterday she revealed that little blurb, that oh, three-paragraph yes. blurb. Oh, yes. That's that very was important. beautiful. Girl, yes. if I, if I almost shed a tear. I know. Almost shed a tear. Can we read a little bit about that from Araya? Because it was so well done. Right. Oh, here's another thing. I just want to point out points to the team working on this because, you know, in the past we've had interesting reveals for Mariah's projects, but this has been being executed so well There's, and perfectly. The team is right on point here. Yeah. So the other day she released a little note and there were so many good things in this note. And I was like, I can't wait to read this book just from this note alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a couple of excerpts from it really quick. It took, she says, it took me a lifetime to have the courage and the clarity to write my memoir. First of all, Mm -hmm. right off the top, Mm -hmm. I'm gagged already. Yeah. Because we've been waiting. Yeah. We've been waiting, but this is the right time. Right. She's she's grown. She's seen it. She's been there. She's a mother. She's twice divorced. Yes. The ups and downs. But we also know she's very reserved and doesn't really tell stories. Mm -hmm. But this is her telling us, no, 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 I'm here. I'm ready. Yes, exactly. Because she goes on to say, though there have been countless stories about me throughout my career and very public personal life, it's been impossible to communicate the complexities and depths of my experience in any single magazine article or a 10 minute television interview. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because like, you know, for lambs who have been reading and watching Mariah, we think we have such a grasp on who she is. But this book is going to bring us to a whole nother level. I think she's going to ruin our business. <laughs> going to be like, wait a minute. Do we actually know her? Yeah. Who is this woman? <laughs> um, but then at the end, she says, writing this memoir was incredibly hard, humbling, and healing. My sincere hope is that you are moved to a new understanding, not only about me, but also about the resilience of the human spirit. Ooh, Mariah. Mm, Ooh, Mariah. Give me chills. Don't do it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So already we know it's juicy. Mm -hmm. She's going there. Because she does say she's going to go through the ups, downs, the, the, what did she say? The stumbles. The betrayals. Yes, yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't wait. I know. It's going to be so, so good. So we had that little teaser. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Followed by a countdown, Mm -hmm. which people got in a frenzy because it could have been the book release. But it turned out it was going to be just be the title. Right. And the cover art. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing. Like, anybody, if you really think about it, she would not have released the book. Nah. Like, uh, with a countdown. Because, like, mm-hmm. I think Angela's going to tell us. You just, like, people would know. Mm-hmm. Like, the book has been printed and shipped. Somebody would know. Someone's and you know seen us it. lambs. Yeah. We got the magnifying glass. We would have we known. Yeah. It was in the warehouse. Well, speaking of... So let's introduce our co-host of the day. It's longtime lamb, friend of ours, Angela McNally, production manager at one of the publishing houses here, mm-hmm. in, here in the country. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Lamb. Hi, Dan and Martin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you were the first person we thought of yeah. when it came, came to Mariah's book. I said, I bet Angela got some of the backstory here. She knows how all this goes. Well, lo and behold, me and Dan don't know anything about publishing. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so we had to get an expert in. Yes, publishing is a very, very interesting industry. It's very complicated, but I am intimately familiar with the process that Mariah's book would be at right now. So I am happy to give the Lamely a little bit of insight into what might be going on behind the scenes. Yeah, we need to know. Absolutely. But before we get into that, Angela, we need to like solidify your lambdom here. So we got a couple Mariah <laughs> okay. questions to fire off at you. First, how long have you been a lamb? 
I became a lamb in 1990 when I was 10 years old. And, well, let me backtrack. 10 years old is when I got MTV in my house. Okay. So that is, I started seeing Mariah Carey's videos on MTV, and I really became a lamb with the unplugged performances that she gave because those were on MTV just on repeat right. in uh, the early 90s. Well, that'll so do it. That is when, yeah, that is when she became forever and always my diva. <laughs> I love it. Old school lamb. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as of today, what are your top three albums in no particular order? I'm going to say Caution and Rainbow mm. and mm, I'm going to say Memoirs. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. I, think so. I love that you didn't pick like the classic go-tos, which are like Mimi, Butterfly, Butterfly or Daydream. Because those are uh-huh. like, I mean, Standards. we love them all, but yeah. they're standards. Mm-hmm. Angela Gough, she's a little, she's out there. She got all the good things, the little trinkets that no one knows about. Today, I was really enjoying Chanteuse. It's such a good summer album. And the vocals are beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it on Spotify, and it has the whole album as a as a unit with, with hashtag beautiful and your mind eternal, which is not on my iTunes because I bought them oh. separately. So good as a whole album. Oh, yes, you got a list too from beginning. You know Mariah yes, always yes. is creating the story. I know, so good. All right, so today, Angela, we got the book title and the release date. So like at that stage during the process of publishing a book, what comes next? Well, interestingly, I myself am working on a title with the exact same on sale date Ooh, right now. Of competition. September 20th. Yes, of September 29th. So I am on a similar schedule as whoever is managing Mariah's book right now. So the way that it works in trade book publishing in general is the books have an on-sale date. And the on-sale date is God, is king, is queen. And everything works backwards from the on-sale date. It's very deadline-driven. Okay. And In general, for the big publishers, Macmillan, Mariah's Publishing House, is one of the big five publishing companies here in New York. And uh, when you're at that size, everyone is pretty much using the same printers and binders and producing books on roughly the same schedule. So in general, books will need to be received into the warehouse um, of the publishing company a month before the on-sale date. Mm. And that is that is so that the books can be prepped and ready to ship out to whatever account they need to go to, um, like Barnes and Noble, for example, or Amazon or Target. So I am going to guess that the warehouse date for Mariah's memoir is August 28th. Mm. Um, that would be, I think, the the general warehouse date. It's possible that they have a contingency plan in place. The Printers and the whole industry is under a lot of challenges right now because of the pandemic. And we've had to be much more fluid with our schedules and much more lenient with our deadlines. So it is possible that they have a plan in place to sort of get ahead of some of those challenges. But if they didn't, they're probably on a normal schedule. So the books will will probably hit the warehouse around the end of August. And that means that Jacket will probably be printing near the beginning of August, first week, second week of August, and the books will be bound up maybe around like the third week of August if they're going to stay on that schedule. Okay. So you, so, mm-hmm. so that's going to be like actual, the actual making of the book. 
But, you know, Mariah has been working on this book for many years. Typically, how many drafts would a book like this go through? I mean, obviously, it could every situation is different. But do you think that Mariah literally just handed in her final draft like, you know, yesterday, yesterday, like she said, like delivered? Oh, no, 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 no. Impossible. Definitely not. For a book, a fiction book, or maybe nonfiction, nonfiction can be a little harder if there are elements like an index, but for a a nonfiction title with no index or anything, a memoir like this, a nice, lenient, comfortable book schedule from, you know, Mariah handing the manuscripts to her editor to the text being final is like five months, maybe, you know, four Mm. four to six months. Mm -hmm. In the biz, we call it a crash schedule if you have to make a book in like three months. Mm-hmm. Oh. Making making a book happen that quickly is extremely difficult and very, very challenged. So I certainly don't think Mariah is on that kind of schedule. At least I hope not. I think that the book is getting close to being uh, having final text. The way that it works is the author you know, writes their book. Um, Mariah's got her... You know, her little pen with the butterfly charm and the pinky up in the air, and she's writing out her book. She hands the manuscript to her editor. In this case, I guess there was an in-between with her sort of co-writer. Mm-hmm. And then her editor takes the book, and the manuscript will then be reviewed by the editor and then get sent out for copy editing, which is just cleaning up things like sentence structure, continuity issues, making sure that the style is consistent throughout. And then it gets handed off to what we call production editorial and production. And then it just starts what you were asking about, these rounds of correction. The book gets designed, it gets set at its trim size, the typefaces are chosen, any chapter opener flares and drop caps are designed. And then the book sort of gets taken away from the author and editor a little bit, and it just starts doing its round of corrections. In publishing, we call them passes. So a first draft is really in the writing process. But once an author is handed a manuscript over and it gets taken by production editorial, then it becomes a pass. So first pass of Mariah's book is the first time the book is set at the trim size with all of the right typefaces in the design. And then that will get read by the author. Mariah would have looked at First Pass. First Pass contains all of the copy editing changes and proofreading changes that have initially been made. So Mariah would have been able to review all of those changes and accept them or reject them based on her preference and what her editors advise. And after First Pass gets looked over, then um, it's usually hard copy hard copy markup with copy editing marks and whatnot, those corrections then get sent out to be implemented into the book files. And then we get the second pass, where again, it's another round of people reading the pages, looking for errors, looking for typos, making corrections. Usually authors don't even see the book in second pass. We do make exceptions where we allow authors to continue to fudge in second pass. But usually the heavy lifting with corrections is made in copy editing and first pass. And from that point forward, we just sort of trust uh, the publishing house and the people working on the book to uh, use, you know, their skills and talent and fix any little things that are kind of inconsequential. 
So a book like this, probably three passes, maybe four, but I don't think it would go beyond that. So yesterday when she said delivered, was that part of the marketing strategy? Did somebody tell her, go ahead and say this, or was something approved for her to go ahead and do that? Well, I put my lamb eyes on and I examined that photo very carefully. Under normal non-pandemic times, and if Mariah wasn't a superstar, if this was just a normal book, then probably something that we call galleys would have been made from the first pass. A galley is just a trade paperback printing in a limited quantity of the book in its first pass state that gets sent out to people that might be interested in reading the book. It's a marketing tool. Mm. So the photo of what Mariah posted where she said, you know, delivered, it looks to me like a bound galley. It has, you know, it's really mm. a, a trade paperback format. If you look closely at the photo, okay, there's, yeah. a little, there's a little binding edge there. Yeah. However, that photo is, I think some rigmorous trickery, you know, it is a perfect, a perfect rectangle. So it looks like somebody literally just took the the photo, like the front cover file and just dropped it in to sort of a template of a bound galley. But it's completely possible that a bound galley could have been made and that that's what she's seeing. It's just her first half printed out and used as a marketing tool. I will say that because of the pandemic and publishing having to adapt to different ways of marketing, we are publishing far fewer physical bound galleys. We're sending out e-galleys. It's sort of like um, like an e-book, but made from an early pass of the text. So it could all be sort of smoke and mirrors. You know, here's my book as a galley, but really it's just sort of for the public to see that her book is making progress. Yeah, it's sort of just like, you know, putting it out there to let to let the people know. Yes, putting it out there to let the people know, to give them a visual, to make them, you know, salivate over holding the real book in their hands like I am. <laughs> right. Cannot wait, cannot wait. Now, a couple other things I wanted to quickly talk about are the price point and how many pages the book is. Now, for like, I don't know anything about books, especially now that I'm into audiobooks, which I can't wait for Mariah. We'll talk about Mariah's portion of her audiobook. But how many pages is typical for like someone of Mariah's stature or anybody's memoir? Like, is that average 390 something pages or is that too little, too much? What's like typical? I would say that it's average. Um, Her book is printing at a standard hardcover trim size, which is six and an eighth by nine and a quarter inches. And the book size relates to the page count because really we just look at how many, we look at how many words are in, you know, the word document of the manuscript. And that can kind of correlate to the page count. So 368 pages, I think is very typical. It's not overly long, but it's definitely not too short. Just as a strange thing about publishing is that in general, books print in the page count is divisible by 16. It has to do with uh, how the manufacturing equipment prints the pages and they fold them up into these packets of pages and they cut the edges off and bind them that way. So that's why it's 368, which may seem like a a strange number to end on, but it's because it's divisible by 16. 
Oh, I never I knew. Never knew. So the book is available for pre-sale now on all the platforms, I think. Now, what about the price point? And what what does somebody make from publishing a book? Like, what is the profit? I am certain that there was a bidding war for this book. So the price point seems normal to me. It's $29.99, although I think that Amazon is having a pre-sale discount for $20.99. Don't quote me on that. So $29.99, I think, is a standard hardcover price point. It says to me that we will be getting a book in keeping with other celebrity memoirs. We won't be getting anything at the level of, like, Prince's recent book that was published or the Beastie Boys' recent book. Those are really, like, more serious packages. Mm-hmm. But Mariah's book, I think, is, is very in keeping with comparable books. I will say one thing that I noticed about the trim size is that it's, it's a little technical, but because of the trim, I could tell that there won't be any photos in the book that will bleed fully off the page on all sides. We better get a photo insert with this book. The price point would certainly allow a photo insert, but it just means that the photos probably will only bleed off the front edge or maybe the top and the bottom, but not fully off every side. Mariah, I assume, is making her money in her advance. I I wish I knew what it was, but I am not privy to such information. Even with my own publishing company, I don't generally learn about advances. I mean, you hear about it when it's massive, like Michelle Obama's advance was huge um, for her book, but I'm sure that Mariah's advance is sizable. The way that it works is... The bigger advance an author gets, you know, they get more money up front, but they get less money in the long run. Usually when a smaller author gets a small advance, what happens is they get, um, as the book, as the book sells through more and more units over time, over months, over years, the authors get a certain you know, percentage of those book sales. But you have to, how can I phrase this? You have to, sort of pay off your advance first before you then start earning money on the book sales. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. You so the recoup. bigger your Yes, you have to recoup. So the bigger your advance, you know, you get that money right away, but you may not see any earnings from your book sales for a long time until, you know, many, many reprints down the road and then you start earning money back again. Oh. Got it. So more but Mariah, she got her coin. She got paid. She got paid. We're having Christmas <laughs> in Aspen still. <laughs> and I'm sure yes. she's not worried. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a quick splash break. But Angela's Angela, gonna stick with us. Yes, can you stick around until after the break? We're gonna talk more book talk. Angela? We gotta talk the cover. We gotta talk the everything, title. girl. Yes. We haven't even yes, touched absolutely. upon it. So we will be right back. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Okay, we're back with All our right. guest, Angela McNally. We're talking book. We're talking Mariah's reveals that she gave us. Everything. Yeah. But, you know, so uh, Angela has been kind enough to tell us all about sort of the back of how books are made and published. The creation. But now we get into real lamb talk. Are you ready, Angela? We're going to talk the title. We're going to talk the cover. We're going to talk the audiobook. Uh-huh. All, the tr- all the trinkets and tidbits. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So this, where should we start? The title? Let's. Okay, been revealed. Now it's official. The book is called The Meaning of Mariah Carey. All right. A, a show of, of hands or a yay or nay. Cause I'm a yay. I'm I'm a yay. Angela. I'm a yay. You're a yay. Yeah. I'm a yay. All right. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. Okay, but I'm, you know I'm a picky yay, so I wish it was just the the meaning of Mariah and maybe not the meaning of Mariah Carey. But other but I'm okay. I'm okay. still a yay. Okay, see I like it because remember a few weeks ago I said when we thought it was the meaning of Mariah and I said I, my only peeve it's a too close to me I am Mariah. Mm-hmm. I think the carry breaks it away from that. Okay, good point. Good point. So I like it. All right. So the title is good and it works. What do you Every- think Angela in terms of book titles? I think it's okay. I agree with Dan. I wish it had been the meaning of Mariah. And I'm curious as to the conversations that happened that made it be her full name. But I think it's good. It's also hard. We have to remember not everybody is a lamb. There's Joe Schmo and Bob and Betty Beercan out there. <laughs> and it's also like, what are they thinking about this? You know, uh-huh. So I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay. That also makes sense to, to put her last name on there then. Well, I was thinking when you look at it, kind of when you zoom out from it a little bit, and you see it on the shelf at the airport, you're going to see the big, the meaning of Mariah Carey in big letters when you're kind of standing far away. So I guess visually, yes, it's it's sort of, it it captures the eye. Because everybody knows Mariah Carey, Mm -hmm. even though to most lambs, she's just Mariah. Yeah, because even though it says Mariah Carey at the top, if you're in a bookshop, which we can never go back to one, you're not going to see that. You're going to see Mariah Carey from standing further back. As the visual is... Is striking. Okay. I just think me, I, the meaning of Mariah, see, <laughs> see, it is too close. I think the meaning of Mariah is it just flows better. But I think visually to entice the customer, mm-hmm. the meaning of Mariah Carey is better. But yeah. Okay. Put, put yeah. Okay. Got it. I got it. I'm down. I'm down with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> also, I'm kind of wondering because I know we come across this when we're uploading podcasts or in now this new digital world. Sometimes it doesn't show who the author is or who it's by. So I'm wondering if it needs to say Mariah Carey in the main title just so it comes up on like searches and listings as Mariah Carey. That makes sense too. That makes sense too. Now, Angela, when they're putting together a book like this, is there like these publishing companies, they have entire marketing teams, correct? Like this isn't Mariah's team putting all of this together, is it? There is certainly a fleet of sales and marketing and publicity voices chiming in on their opinion. When a book jacket is being developed, there'll be many rounds of comps, which are just different designs. A lot of the time, celebrity authors will bring in their own team of people. They might have an outside design house that they want to work with, that they hire to do the interior design of the book or the jacket design. In this case, it seems like Mariah organized the photo shoot and the publishing house may not have had anything to do with that photo shoot. But there are instances where the publishing house, they're the ones setting up uh, the shoots for the author photos and things like that. Mm -hmm. There would be a lot of voices chiming in on what they think will sell 
Certainly. And and authors will have a, a varying level of opinion about what they want their book to look like. Some authors are seen to be very, very opinionated and very nuanced in what they want. And other authors just sort of let people give them ideas and they just see something that they like and they're like, okay, I'm good. Do you think Mariah chose this title or came up with the title? I think she did. I think it was a very personal choice for her and she probably thought about it a lot. Mm. So now since we know that this is not a brand new photo, mm. this is we saw these photos, this is an outtake from a few months, what, six months ago, the Billboard magazine? Okay, I don't think it was an outtake. I think it was intentional because and I know people were getting bent out of shape because we've seen the photo shoot before and it's not a new look. Right. Um, we've seen this already. But first of all, in today's world, a photo shoot like that is very expensive. Very true. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. you want a multi-purpose that we're going to get the big gun hairdresser who does Meghan Markle's wedding. Right. You're going right. to pay that kind of money for a photo shoot. You want to get the most out of it. So I think it was intentional that this was going to be the book shoot slash Billboard magazine okay. photo shoot. We're also living in a world of brand new Christmas music videos slash chip commercial. We're, we're multi-purposing now. I get the whole multi-purposing <laughs> thing. And I, here's the thing. I do love the photo. Yeah. When that Billboard magazine came out, I was I was in awe of all of those photos yes, and yes. everything. So I'm not mad that she's using that photo shoot. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. Visually, overall, I think the whole, as a whole, the cover, or I guess in, in the publishing world, you call it the jacket, yes. is, <laughs> it looks like a magazine cover to me. It doesn't look like a book cover. Oh, I think it looks like a book cover. I actually love the tones and the colors because I think it's going to look great just lying around on a book coffee table or lying around places. Well, it's going to pop out. I mean, anything Mariah pops out to me, so I'm not, I can't say. But Angela, what do you think about the photo and um, the, the choice, the, the choice, and the the jacket, the the book jacket? I do agree with Dan. Little surprise that we're we're getting an ensemble we've already seen, but we also know that Mariah likes to do a photo shoot and bank those photos for the future. She does that all the time. I do think it reads a little bit more magazine glossy magazine spread like big trim than you know six by nine book jacket but as i've thought about it all day like all the lambs have it's grown on me more and more uh-huh. i i think what i was expecting i was sort of looking around at other books out there and other memoirs and i think i was expecting or maybe just wanting a little bit more space close up on the face. I was thinking specifically about Leah Remini's book, Troublemaker, which has maybe my most favorite author photo for a book that I've seen. Um, it's just perfection, her face mm-hmm. on the jacket of that book. Everybody listening should Google it right now. It's just, you know, touched up within an inch of its life. Also, another really fantastic photo for a memoir is Jessica Simpson's photo. Oh, mm, Dan's oh. favorite. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, just a perfect, perfect photo. I was also thinking about Alicia Keys on the cover of her memoir. It's interesting because Alicia Keys and Jessica Simpson both chose to do black and white. Mm. Yeah. And maybe that influenced Mariah not wanting to do black and white. I, I mean, I wonder if it was even considered or not if she just knew she wanted to do full color. Mm. I'm glad she did full color. I think the color tones are, are beautiful, and I think they're going to read very well in print. Can I tell you guys my thoughts about what they might do with the jacket in terms of finishes and mm. special effects? 
yeah, yeah. see okay here's the thing i was wondering because i like the font um i don't mind how how big it is and how much it consumes on her body but i thought it would look really cool if it was like gold embossed or something is it too late to order that? Like that could actually make it work better visually <laughs> yeah. for me. So what 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 happens when you want like special effects on the cover, Angela? What can be done? There's a lot that can be done. There's in these trying times of the pandemic, there's maybe an asterisk on the concept of a very tricked out jacket right now because publishers are thinking very carefully about where they're putting their money. I've seen our publishers pulling back some special effects from jackets and covers, not only as a cost-saving measure, but also to put less pressure on the printers who are uh, really feeling stressed right now in terms of capacity and schedule. Hopefully, they're not doing that for Mariah and they are not cutting any corners with her book jacket. I could see this definitely having foil on the title like gold foil would look mm. so beautiful here mm. yes. mm -hmm. it could get embossed that embossing is certainly very common especially on large types it looks really well when it gets embossed or debossed i kind of see this with a matte finish maybe with spot gloss also on on the title that could look really nice okay i think if they went a lot of the time on jackets, people save gloss for books that are more like suspense or thrillers. Like a gloss jacket kind of has a different presence than a matte jacket. Okay, yeah, I, I never thought of that. This, yeah, I see this more as a matte project. I think gloss might make this, gloss would make the blacks look very rich on this, but it might make it look a little cheaper than a nice soft matte maybe with spot gloss and foil on that title. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm picking up what you're putting down, girl. I'm feeling that. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Are we mm -hmm. going to, are we getting, okay, so the cover of the book, it's a hard cover. Are, is the picture and everything going to be in the actual hard cover or is it going to be like a, a paper jacket that goes around and we can remove it? Yeah, everything I've seen indicates that it's just a jacket. What you're talking about, Martin, is called paper over board or a case cover. Like a, Look a at all these terms we're learning, girl. The yes. <laughs> book is like Ex expanding their vocabulary. Yeah, a cookbook is a case cover. Um, some books have a case cover as well as a jacket, mm. but I, I don't see this as a case cover. I think this is a jacket project. Okay, so all the lambs reading are going to pull off the cover so they can read it without damaging the outside. So you don't get your fingerprints yes. and your finger oils on it. Go, oh, girl, yes. I know. I do that with my magazines yeah. too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes, take um, off the dust jacket. <laughs> now, let's talk a little bit about the audiobook. And okay. Angela, tell us what you know about audio in the industry. But Mariah says that there's going to be some musical accompaniments mm -hmm. and that she will be reading the whole thing. I'm gagged. Well, That's all I can say about that. Well, question one. So in terms of like releasing a book with the audiobook, would Mariah have already recorded this and it's finished and done? Or she's, do you think she's still in the process of recording the book and reading it? It's possible that she is still recording because I work with audio, the audio department in my company. I'm always giving them files of the latest past. Because if you think about it, you can't really record a book from an early past because there may be so many changes oh, right, that right. you have to redo sections. And certainly they can bring someone in to re-record sections that get late changes. But in general, you do want to wait until you're so far along in the process where the changes will be minimal things like 
only typos or spelling corrections. That doesn't really affect an audio recording. Hmm. So it's, it's possible that she is still recording, but she may, the text files may be far enough along that they're in good enough shape that she's been able to record. How long would it take to record a 390-something page book? You know, that's a great question. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Um, I've never asked anybody in the audio department. It has to take a long time, though. Let's think about, well, you guys listen to audiobooks. I mean, how many hours is your typical book? Ten hours, probably, I would for say, a novel? I would say about Jessica Simpson was about ten hours. <laughs> yeah. I would have turned into a Jessica Simpson I podcast. don't know. I should be, I should be getting a <laughs> pair of shoes from her soon because I have been promoting her book so much. And I don't mean to. <laughs> but it just won't stop now. <laughs> Yeah, so at least that long, and then you have to give a little bit more time for retake and re-recording if anything goes wrong or things change. Right, and so that's a lot of time. Yeah, well, that's the finished product. Ten hours. Don't forget, it is kind of difficult to read and focus and and pronounce everything perfectly, and you're always starting and stopping. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, it's a process. Definitely. It's a process. Now, it also says so we got like the information about the audiobook, but in the press release, it also says as an additional commemorative moment for the recent 30th anniversary of Carrie's debut album release, additional surprises and rarities are imminent in the coming months. Mm-hmm. Girl. So exciting. Do you think that's new music? No, no, I think it's the rarity she's going to give us for the anniversary, but now they're just tying it into book promo. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Put it all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes, I mean, here's 30 years into a career like Mariah's yeah. and a book. Okay, but here's the perfect thing. perfect timing. She said that we're going to be getting these like musical accompaniments with the book. Do mm-hmm. you think that means songs? Or she's going to give us like snippet examples of stuff. I think she could be writing like little interludes that go ooh. along with chapters or ooh, something. Ooh, right, ooh. girl? Ooh. Yes. I love the idea of interludes. Yeah. Like, think of, like, the rainbow interlude yeah. after, like, she talks about, like, the butterfly era or something or the divorce from Tommy or uh-huh. just, like, anything or, like, languishing mm. after she tells us all the in-depth, dirty, dirty inside dirt on mm-hmm. Allison. Oh, what are, like, unfinished songs? Yeah. Or just, just like, little, little pieces. I, uh, uh, I can't wait. I would die. It's the perfect way to like entice you into getting the audiobook as well. Well, yeah, especially for Mariah because everyone knows her for her music and yeah. her voice. See, Mariah's good at making us buy several things because you're going to have to get the digital <laughs> you're version. Me. Yeah, you're going to have to get the digital version so you can get it downloaded at midnight and start reading. Mm-hmm. So you have to wait for the book to arrive because you're ordering that too. And then you're going to go ahead and get the audiobook. So we've got three copies already right there. And then you have to buy three copies to give away to your friends. <laughs> yeah. We know how this goes, girl. <laughs> yeah. We know how it goes. So we're going to we're gonna wrap things up. But before we go, we uh, want to hear what you, Angela, are expecting or what are you looking most forward to for reading from this book? My answer is something that I haven't heard a lot of lambs bring up. I hear a lot of people say they want to know about this relationship from the past, they want to know about this era, this drama, whatever. I would really love for Mariah to talk more about her voice. I want to know more about what it's like to live in her body and have that voice and how she experiences singing with her instrument. I'm not really expecting her to talk about that too much, but I really wish she would. Just like what her routines are, what what struggles she had. I, I want to hear her talk about the joy of singing. You know, it's interesting with Mariah. I feel like what she comes back to over and over again is how much joy songwriting gives her. 
And I find that so interesting because her voice is amazing. It's the most beautiful voice on the planet. And I would love to hear her talk about what it feels like just to sing. Does she sing to herself when she's alone? Does she sing to soothe herself? Just what is it like? That's what I want to know. Mm. Me too, girl. All right, I have one more question. I can hear the audience asking it. There's been talk about, you know, too bad because of the coronavirus, she can't do a book tour. So oh, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is the strategy for promotion these days? What do you think Mariah I know, will be doing? I know, it's really a shame to think about what we could have gotten if we weren't all, you know, sheltering in place. I assume there's going to be things done over Instagram. And, um, you know, we know she has a whole studio set up in her house. She can do whatever she wants just at home. She has her makeup artist living with her or whatever, right? So. Mm. She can deliver the video. Maybe we will get books signed in person, like some sort of event where she's signing books live. Um, I wanted to say something about signed editions. A lot of the time we will do small runs of signed editions for books. I did check on Barnes & Noble. A lot of the time they will order a signed edition for them, like exclusive to them. And I didn't see a signed edition set up on their website for Mariah's memoir. That doesn't mean it's not coming, but I did just kind of note that it's not there right now. So you think um, Mariah might be doing that like through her own thing as opposed to like doing signed editions through a bookstore? I think so. It's possible sometimes Target will do books with exclusive content and signed editions, but I haven't seen anything out there about that. So I'm wondering if any signed editions we get will be more very special sort of one-off giveaways rather than a planned order of 500 side editions, you know, created ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope it's it would be nothing like the Christmas CDs because some of us are still waiting, girl. Mine's literally in the mail. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so fingers crossed on, mine, on so. those signed editions. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, guys. So that's enough for today. I'm sure we're going to have a million more questions as yes. it unfolds. And Angela, we're going to keep you on hand for those questions if they arise. You'll be our go-to book person for this whole uh, experience with Mariah. It's a whole new level of Mariah. Yes. I wanted to just give one more word of advice to the Lamely. I know that we will be the first in line to snatch up this book. But just remember, because of the pandemic and the stresses on the industry, the print run may be a little bit lower than it would normally be for a book like this. So make sure you get your first edition. There may be fewer first editions than there would normally be. So run, don't walk, lamb. Okay, so will that be determined by pre-orders? Pre-orders can certainly help the publishers get an idea of the interest in a book, definitely. Um, but it's such a fluid situation in publishing right now. The final bind quantity probably won't be determined for a few weeks still. And the numbers could be very much in flux until that time. Okay. So definitely pre-order. Pre-ordering will help Mariah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not like Ticketmaster. You can pre-order as many as you want, Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no limit. All right, guys, we are going to wrap things up. Angela, thank you so, so, so much. I've actually learned a lot from you, so I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> you are and very you welcome. stay healthy and take care. And you're, we'll see you soon. You're out there in Brooklyn, but once all this is over, we'll, we'll meet again. Once this is over, we will. We'll have a Lamely meeting. It'll we're happen someday. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Angela McNally, thank you so much for joining us. That was so insightful and informative. Very, very much so. Very much so. 
Okay, Martin, let's let the lambs know. All right, special announcement. So we've been planning this for a while. It's just been an idea because we didn't know when the book was coming or what was happening. But I guess we can officially announce there's going to be a special Mariah Report book club. Yes, we will do a series of episodes dissecting basically every page of the meaning of Mariah Carey. With the magnifying glass, Mm -hmm. highlighting things, post-it notes, everything. Believe me, we are just as excited as all the lambs in the land are. (laughs) And we're going to break it all down for you and dig into all the dirt. Yeah, if you have any suggestions for the book club, send us an email at mariahreport at gmail.com. There you have it. Yeah. So stay tuned, guys. We got you covered, though. No worries. Yeah. And don't forget, share this podcast with your friends. Get them excited about book club and upcoming episodes because it's going to be juicy from here on out. Oh, girl, I can't wait. So share with your friends. Tell them to listen. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram. That's kind of where the party is at, at mm-hmm. The Mariah Report. It's a lot of fun. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that will help us get up there on the chart and then other people can find us, other lambs can find us. We just had an email from Holland. Oh, yes. A lamb found us. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now here she is. Hi, Amy. We're connecting lambs all over the world. We love it and appreciate it. So it works. It do- It really does. Yeah. But uh, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.